Girlfriends, episode number 301, Faith-Filled Toys for Kids with Maggie Jetty. Hello and welcome to Girlfriends. I'm Danielle Bean. I'm a wife and a mom and I'm on a mission to help you know your worth as a woman so you can find peace, balance and joy in family living. This week, I'm joined by special guest Maggie Jetty, who's here to tell you about her small business focused on building and creating faith-based toys for kids. Really a great project. Let's talk about it. Hey, girlfriends, how are you? So glad you are here. How's your advent going? We're almost there. We're getting there. (laughs) And you know what? I just want to start out this show before we get to our special guest by reminding you that you can do a reset. You know, if it's been a terrible advent for you, if you started out with these great goals of you were going to, you know, read your Bible every day, or you were going to do this meditation, or you and the kids were going to do this charitable project, or these, you know, celebrate these different feast days and and you didn't, it's fine. You can reset. You can start right now. You can start right now. And really the point is that you should be focused on preparing your heart for receiving your Savior, Jesus Christ, this Christmas time. And there's no wrong time to start doing that. So if you feel like your Advent has been messed up, or if you're just feeling blah about it, like regroup recommit. And um, you've still got days until Christmas. And it's a beautiful time of year. It's a busy and a crazy time of year. But it's an invitation. It's an invitation to step into a deeper relationship with Jesus and anticipation of his coming at Christmas time. And in anticipation of his second coming, which is part of what we reflect on during the season of Advent. So keeping all of that in mind, whatever it is you've got going on, you know, it's not too late to focus on having a beautiful and fruitful Advent season. So that's my little bit of encouragement for you. A little bit of hope, right? Did you light your pink candle? A little bit of hope <laughs> as we're, we're going forward here. So this week, I've got a special guest that I was excited to have the opportunity to meet in person when I was in Phoenix not too long ago. And um, she's got a great project, a great small business slash ministry slash I don't even know uh, what you might call this, but it's really beautiful to hear all the ways that Maggie Jetty has responded to God's call in her life and the way that her family has become a part of this project with her. So I hope you will enjoy getting to know her as much as I have. Joining me here today on Girlfriends is Maggie Jetty. Maggie is the owner and creator behind Saintly Heart Catholic Toy Company. Maggie resides in Arizona with her husband, Michael, and their four children. She is a speech-language pathologist whose Catholic toy company was inspired through prayer with a desire to help her children and all children grow in the faith through play. Maggie Jetty, welcome to Girlfriends. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for having me, Danielle. I'm excited to talk to you about this. So I met you and got to see some of your beautiful products when we were at a conference together out in Arizona not too long ago. Um, maybe just to get us started, Maggie, share with us a little bit about your background, your maybe your upbringing in the faith, if you were, or if you're a convert, what's your faith background like? Um, so I'm a cradle Catholic. I was born, in Cal- born and raised in California, and I moved out to Arizona in 2006. I met my husband here, and we've raised our family mm-hmm. here in Arizona. 
Um, and I'm also, I went to graduate school to become a speech language pathologist and I work full time as a speech language pathologist with kids in schools. Mm-hmm. And so I started painting when my oldest who just turned 11 was almost two, I started painting, um, wooden saint peg dolls. Mm-hmm. And it was actually for my niece as a birthday gift. And I saw my son taking them when I'd finished these little saint wooden saint dolls. Um, and he was matching them to the holy cards. And oh, wow. I was just I was just really inspired, like, oh my gosh, like he is recognizing that these are saints. Mm-hmm. And he was our firstborn, so we really avoided screens with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he really didn't know what superheroes or even Thomas the train was at two years old. Yeah. And I kind of thought, well, like you know, I use my background as a speech pathologist with children. I'm always helping kids learn language skills mm-hmm. through tangible objects, through play, through puzzles, through visuals. Um, and mm-hmm. I thought if I'm helping these students with disabilities grow in their language skills, um, how much more how I could teach the faith to my my own son mm-hmm. um, through the same modes as I do in speech therapy. Right. So I was making these for my niece and then I started making them for my son and friends started seeing these cause he'd take them everywhere and they were ordering their own sets of little wooden painted saints. Um, it got to the point where it was um, so demanding that I wasn't able to keep up. My, my hand and my forearm were really sore and tight oh from goodness. the fine motor painting yeah. um, that I was doing. Um, And so I took it to prayer, and I just felt the Lord. I was asking the Lord, I don't want to stop providing these Catholic, saint, faith-based toys to families. Mm -hmm. Um, How can I do this without sacrificing the time that I was away from my being a mother and a wife? Um, And I wanted to expand. How can I get them out there further? And so the Lord just, that's where he kind of also inspired me with the objects and the materials I use in speech therapy with little kids Mm -hmm. to kind of create faith-based toys um, based off of what I was using in speech therapy. And so that's, I started um, with our wooden figurine saints. There's a set of a total of 10 saint figure wooden figurines um, that I hand painted original designs and then got them. My husband then turns them into a di- digital design so we can use for professional printing okay. purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started out in 2019 with a Kickstarter, um, a crowdfunding way to start. Yes. <laughs> and it was successful. So we had 10 saints we started with. They're not the original peg saint, round saint style. They're the flat saints Okay, um, that stand up. But um, children use them either, children and adults use them, you know, to decorate shelves in their room or for feast days. Mm-hmm. My kids and other children also use them to play with their their toys, you know, their yeah, Legos. Yeah, kids their just Fisher love that Price. kind of thing, right? That so it makes a really good mix. So, who are some of these saints? You've got you've got ten that are part of the Peg Doll set. Yeah, so our original ten were um, Our Lady of Guadalupe, mm-hmm. Our Lady of Fatima, Saint John Paul II, Saint Dominic Savio, Saint Blaise, Saint Mother Teresa, Saint Padre Pio, Saint Therese of Lisieux, 
St. Joan of Arc and St. Jim Galgani. So okay. those were the, the OGs, the original <laughs> 10. I love that. I love it. And, and I love that you talk about like kids, they because they do, they have this natural love for superheroes and characters like that. So why not introduce them to these real life superheroes that they can truly admire and, you know, hold in their hands with these beautiful little saint dolls. So I love that it got started that way. But now you've got a lot more. So if people go to saintlyheart.com, they can see all of your different toy products that you now have. So you kind of went from this model of hand painting, hand designing one thing at a time to more of a mass production with the help of your husband. What are some of the other products that you kind of have gotten into? So after the um, wooden figurine sets, the saint sets that we have, I kind of went the educational route mm-hmm. um, in the sense of more educational toys. So the I feel like the 10 saint figurines, the originals are like kind of a collector's item, but I wanted to kind of expand. And we, in 2020, we launched our St. Joseph's Workshop Chunky Wooden Puzzle okay. and our Franciscan Friends lacing set. So the Franciscan Friends lacing set has been our number one top seller. Um, it just, it's an amazing toy. It's its St. Francis and St. Clair mm-hmm. and their forest friends. So, and it comes with a little lacing string. And so it's working on fine motor skills. And I actually consulted with an occupational therapist for this toy. And it also builds their language skills. I'm always thinking... I always am trying to add more value to what I'm making. Right. <laughs> so it also comes with a holy card and a little bit of information about each of the saints. I love that. Oh, that's beautiful. And, you know, people, you really do have to see these to to really appreciate the quality of these products. But then just I know when my kids were little, I was just so attracted to and I think many moms are just the simplicity of wooden toys and things that aren't like all plastic or things that are going to make a bunch of noise or something. And um, this, these, these products really do fit that bill. They're just, they're calm toys. They're beautiful toys. They're like you said, Maggie, educational kind of having in mind kind of tactile learning and all the different ways that kids learn. So there's a ton there, but this isn't just you, right? So this is like a family business. Cause I know I met your son when we were there in Arizona and he was helping out at the table. Yeah, for sure. This is we're definitely a small family business. It's my husband and I running the business. Um, We get help with our children. They're the product uh, testers. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, so we did launch a brand new toy uh, about two months ago. Mm -hmm. And it's our pray and play ABC puzzle. Mm -hmm. And it is a Saint ABC puzzle. So it has the wooden letters mm-hmm. and then it's it's a four-in-one puzzle so it, in, it has 26 colorful wooden letters 26 large jigsaw puzzle pieces with the saints on it mm-hmm. and um we also have a cloth tote for storage for easy storage for it but my oldest who you met he inspired me to do more with this abc saint puzzle mm-hmm. um he said he was really excited about it and he said but mom it's kind of too little for me. Would you do something more so it's more interesting? And I was like, well, what would you like me to do? And he said, would you add St. Facts on the back of it? And we we're just going to put our like logo on the back of this, right. the jigsaw part of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sure. It just made us like extend when we were going to be finished with the product. Right. <laughs> but it worked out. So for older kids, um, there's readers for readers. Mm-hmm. There's information on the back of all 26 jigsaw pieces 
um, about the different saints that are featured. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of fun. You can put it together. And it's actually been a top seller as well. It's You can put it together, Jigsaw, you know, in alphabetical order. And then we also have an indentation on the cardboard, the durable cardboard piece mm-hmm. where the letter is. And it has arrows on how to write the letter so kids can trace the letter formation, which is pre-writing skills, um, the wooden letters that you place in those indented places on the jigsaw puzzle. Um, You can take and write words with. And then we have 26 saints featured, like St. Agnes is representing A and St. Bernard is representing B and um, and so on. Right. So they're learning their letters, they're learning pre-writing, pre-literacy wow. skills. This is alphabet. a lot of bang for your buck here. <laughs> yeah, this product took us about nine, ten months, and it was a true passion from the heart because I just kept going with it. I was like, I need more, I need more. And this really shows where my speech pathology background, right. my speech therapy background comes into play because I'm like, well, this works with preschool kids and it works with you know, early reader readers, like yeah. kinder and first grade and even second grade. It works with kids about to um, start sacrament prep here in Arizona. They get their sacraments, the confirmation and first communion around third grade. So then mm-hmm. they're being introduced to 26 new saints that they can learn about and see if they want to, you know, have one as their confirmation saint. And sure. it works for older kids like my son, who's going to learn facts about the, my 10 year old at the time, who's now 11, but learn facts about the saints. And so... Um, yeah, it was definitely a family project. <laughs> yeah. And I love that <laughs> so you take feedback from your kids because then, you know, you know, real kids are kind of giving you feedback and letting you know what they like and what they might like to see in a lot of these products. So they've kind of got that real life behind them. But, you know, in browsing through these, I, I think of my godchildren because these are such great godchildren gifts to any of these, you know, depending on the age of your, your godchild. And this is a time of year when many of us are thinking, oh, I do want to get a a a gift for my godchild for this Christmas. And so this episode is going to air about mid-December. So we'll be full on in Advent by the time people are listening. And I know with, you know, supply chain nightmare that many people are dealing with, you've got your own issues with that too. Um, What do you recommend for people? Like if people are ordering now, um, maybe they should be looking ahead to order for the Epiphany, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think these gifts are so unique that they make great gifts for any time of the year. So for Christmas, mm-hmm. even for St. I, I think it's going to air past St. Nick's mm-hmm. Day. But for Christmas, for Epiphany, for birthdays, even our our toys are are recommended at 18, between 18 and three years of age. Mm-hmm. But even for baptisms for older kids or for babies just to sit on their shelf or wait till they're older yeah. just because – you know, we might sell out by the time they're old enough to play with these or to order these toy toys when they're old. Yeah. Um, oh, and definitely a stocking Easter's stuffer. Easter's right around. Like, <laughs> I know Christmas is around the corner, but Easter also is right around the corner. Right. So, right. So Easter, Easter basket yes, gifts. Yes. And speaking of Easter basket gifts, a great one that just really stood out to me when I was on your website are the temporary tattoos. A kid's love temporary tattoos and you've got some of the saints and other images that kids are going to really enjoy don't you i do and those and i want to create more and those are um 
those were actually really popular around Easter time because our temporary tattoos come individually. Um, they're not in like a huge pack. They come in a pack, but they come individually packaged. Mm-hmm. And so you can fit them in the plastic Easter eggs. Oh, and that's Instead great. of putting candy in the Easter eggs, you open How it up. How fun. And there's a little surpri- surprise. We also do have our Francis's Friendly Fox teether. Okay. And we have a new um, Francis's. St. Francis's Kind Koala Teether, which are good um, for babies and stocking stuffers as well. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So Maggie, I'm listening to you talk about this. And this is a a really, like you said, a labor of love and something that you really felt God was calling you to, and maybe not something you ever envisioned you would be getting into. But how are you balancing this? What is your, what does your daily schedule look like? Because you're, you're, you're mentioning that you've got this, this work as a speech pathologist, then you've got your family, then you've got this side gig, which seems like a pretty big deal in Saintly Heart Catholic Toy Company. Yeah, it takes a lot of time. <laughs> it takes a lot of prayer. I don't know if I'm balancing it, but my husband and I are just, you know, we work together as a team mm-hmm. and we help each other. He works from home. So um, I leave in the morning, you know, to head for speech therapy at the schools, to provide speech therapy at the schools mm-hmm. and um, pick up my kids after school. And we do family life and we we work in the evenings, late at night, early mornings. I'm a morning person, so I'll oftentimes get up. But it's definitely I love I love being a speech pathologist, so it's not something I want to give up yet. But we're also growing this small family Catholic business right. too. So we're trying you know, we know it's um a season in life and it's not gonna be like this forever. Right. And the fact that we can incorporate our children and they can see us working. So when our Pray and Play ABC puzzle arrived, we had a couple weeks of, we. my husband does all the ship packaging and shipping, mm-hmm. and we're doing it from our house. Right. <laughs> and my kids are watching it. So I just think they're seeing like really good work ethic. They can also help us. They can help, you know, they were helping us package. They're helping us organize, you know, orders and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, I think as this grows, you're probably going to find that you're hiring out some of those jobs or, you know, looking for new ways to accomplish some of the same things. And I, I think the fact that you're kind of prayerfully deciding this each step of the way is is really what God's plan is for your family. I think it, I look forward to seeing where you go. Thank you. Yeah, we feel that way too. We hope to continue to grow and we're just trying to, um, when we get very busy or distracted or just defeated, we we take it to prayer and we just remind ourselves we're doing this for the glory of God. And I also look at it as kind of like the new evangelization. Mm -hmm. This is part of the new evangelization. Children need the faith-based toys. Something I was thinking about was these toys um, make great gifts for grandmas or aunts or friends to buy for little kids that maybe they don't want to preach to, but they want to kind of introduce Jesus and the faith to. Maybe their parents don't take their kids to church. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, oh, I got you this ABC puzzle. And then as the kids are playing with it, they're learning about how these saints loved God and lived their life for Jesus because it has the facts on the back and they're asking mom or dad to read it to them. Right. I love that. It's a low key way to kind of evangelize. And along those lines, maybe there's a local school that you want to buy these for, or um, maybe your parish could use them. Maybe you have a a children's room at your parish and it would be nice to kind of equip it with some of these things. Or maybe you just want to have them for your own kids. Because some of these, I think, would make great 
options to bring along to mass. Like even if it's just a couple of these wooden peg dolls um, that, you know, for them to kind of hold and, you know, to play with during mass as a non-distracting kind of toy for a very young child who might need something like that. Have you heard from people using them in that way? Yes, absolutely. I've heard about our um, St. Figurines going into the their mass bags, mm-hmm. their weekly mass bags. I've also had emails from teachers saying they have them in their classrooms, their Catholic school classrooms yeah. or in their catechism classrooms. Um, and they've bought multiples so that they have one at home and they have one in their classrooms. So that's just, you know, it, I love hearing those testimonials. Right, right. I think that's beautiful. So there are lots of different ways that people might want to use these and make a gift of these in your parish, in your community, in your friends group, even among, you know, extended family members. It's a beautiful opportunity to do just that. Um, So Maggie, what do you have in the works for 2022? I mean, if people go to saintlyheart.com right now, there's a number of different products there, but is there something new that we can anticipate coming in, in the new year? Yes. Well, when this airs, hopefully our nativity toy is out. Mm -hmm. Um, It is making its way here. We just haven't announced it currently, but hopefully by the time this airs, um, our Christmas toy slash epiphany toy will be out for orders um, on our website. And then also we we're already working on an Easter toy. So wow. we're hoping to have that by February. Okay. And I'm really excited. I don't want to say too right, much, right. but it's <laughs> going to be an Easter toy that I always wanted for my children. Okay. Well, we won't give away too much, but you can go to saintlyheart.com and check out the latest that Maggie has available there. But you're also active on Instagram. Isn't that right? We are. Um, we, or I guess I have um, an Instagram handle. It's at saintly underscore heart. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's our Instagram Yeah, we'll link also. that up in the show I'm notes. I'm pretty active on there. Okay, yes, I, I've been following you there and I, I love what you share. Thank you. So definitely we'll have that linked up in the show notes. And I'm going to put you on the spot and say, I, would you like to do a giveaway? Because that would be a fun thing for us to do right before Christmas time. And when this airs, we could we could host the giveaway on Instagram. What do you think? I would love to. I love Yay. it. <laughs> okay, so um, maybe we should get, do a giveaway of the the uh, pray and play puzzle. Would that work? Yes, absolutely. All right, yep. let's do it because we talked a lot about that, and I think somebody is going to want to win that. So um, yeah, I want to yeah. add our Saint Joseph's workshop to it too. Okay, oh, that's wonderful. Being the year Saint Joseph, I know by the time it airs, it might not be the year of Saint Joseph, but, but... we'll still be celebrating Saint Joseph. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so that's great. So the Saint Joseph workshop uh, chunk puzzle and the pray and play ABC puzzle, we're going to do a giveaway on Instagram. So when you listen to this, head on over. You can go to my Instagram, Danielle Bean, and over at Maggie's Instagram, Saintly underscore Heart. I will have all that linked up in the show notes over at Ascension Press. Dot com. You'll get all the links you want there and make sure that you enter that giveaway because that'll be a really fun way to kind of celebrate right before Christmas. I love that. It'll be so fun. Yeah. And then before we have to go, I know that you are also offering a special discount code to Girlfriends listeners. Can you share that with us? Yes. Any Girlfriends listeners can receive 10% off their regular, um, any regular priced item in our shop at saintlyheart.com. The code at checkout is girlfriends10. Okay, so you get 10% off if you use girlfriends10. We'll have that information in the show notes as well. And we'll share that also in the giveaway on Instagram to make sure people are really hearing about that and making sure they're making their purchases over at saintlyheart.com. 
Maggie, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your yes to God's call to do what you didn't envision, but what he had in mind for you. I think it's a beautiful thing that you are pulling together over there at Saintly Heart. And thanks for coming on Girlfriends to share about it. Thank you. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Wouldn't it be nice to have a Bible that actually explains how to navigate it and make sense of it? A Bible that includes a detailed plan for how to read it with a page layout that's designed for study and personal devotion? Now for the first time ever, there is a Catholic Bible that does just that. A Bible that incorporates the same color-coded learning system that has proven so effective in the Great Adventure Studies. I have had the privilege of working with some of the most talented biblical scholars of our day, Mary Healy, Andrew Swafford, and Peter Williamson, to create the Great Adventure Catholic Bible. This Bible makes the complex simple as it guides you through the narrative woven throughout salvation history. The translation is the Revised Standard Version, Second Catholic Edition, an elegant, accurate, and modern Catholic translation. The Great Adventure Catholic Bible is perfect for your personal devotion and Bible study or as a gift for friends and family. If you want to understand sacred scripture and be transformed by the Word of God, then this is the Bible for you. Pick up your copy at ascensionpress.com. Welcome back. All right, we're at the point in the show where I like to take on a listener question. Last week's episode was all listener questions, and I had so many, but this one just came in um, this past week. And um, I'm going to share it with you because this might speak to where many of you are right now. It was a message that came to me on Instagram. And this woman wrote in saying, I really want to be joyful, but I'm exhausted and can't wait for Christmas to be over. I feel like such a Grinch. Do you have any words of wisdom to share with me? So first of all, I'm sorry you're feeling that way, but know that you are not alone in that. That's a very common way, especially for a mom to feel at Christmas time. There's so much that falls on us and we put so much pressure on ourselves. And then you'll scroll through Instagram and see all these people having these perfect celebrations and be stuck in your own mess sometimes and think, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with my family? Why do I live in this house? Why do we have this kind of tree? Or why do my kids behave this way? Or why don't I have that kind of marriage? And it's so discouraging. And I understand that temptation to kind of go into full on Grinch mode and just, you know, wait for it to be over. But I would say, bring your Grinchiness to Jesus. He can handle it. He can handle the messiness of Christmas. And I really like to reflect on the fact that when we feel messy at Christmas time, when stuff doesn't go our way, when we fall short of our plans and expectations for ourselves or for, for our families, or when, you know, money is tight or whatever you're dealing with, that that's why Jesus came. So that's not anti-Christmas. <laughs> that's why he came, because we are wounded, because we are broken, because we are messy, because we need him. And so if you are acutely feeling like you need Jesus right now, that's very appropriate. You know, it's very appropriate. Open your heart to receive him. Bring that grinchiness to Jesus and know that he came not to people who were all clean and put together and sinless. He came to people who were sinning and wounded and messed up and struggling and falling short of ideal over and over and over again. He came because of that. So, you know, your question made me remember a column that I wrote 
about a million years ago. Okay, I don't know. Um, it was back in 2007. I went and looked it up. And um, I'm going to share it with you because it, it doesn't perfectly answer your question, but it does speak to this idea of the kind of messy that we can invite Jesus into at Christmas time. So I titled it Messy Little Christmas. And here goes. Do you know what two straight days worth of candy cane breakfasts, cookie lunches, and cupcake dinners all washed down with sippy cups of juice does to a two-year-old's digestive system? If you don't, Merry Christmas. Enjoy the blissfulness of that ignorance. If you do, Merry Christmas and join me in gratitude for disposable diapers. Christmas is a beautiful feast, but our human celebrations of it can be messy stuff indeed. This year, as always, Midnight Mass was lovely. I loved the drama of waking the children at 11 p.m., dressing them in their Christmas clothes, and bringing them through darkness and cold into the warm, glowing beauty of Christmas Mass. Afterwards, we listened to carols and looked for Christmas lights as bundled babies dozed in their car seats and our loaded van made its way through quiet, empty streets toward home. It was delightful, but not without cost. There was six-year-old Stephen who, though he had been warned several times before going to sleep, could not imagine why I was pulling him from the warmth of his bed in the middle of the night. He resisted, he complained, and finally he slumped to the floor, narcoleptic style, several times over as I wrestled him into corduroys and dress shoes. There was the baby who, once he woke up, woke all the way up and was ready to make merry, all through Mass. His fuzzy, pajamaed body wiggled and squirmed his father into distraction throughout the 90-minute liturgy. There were heaps of laundry I found on the bathroom floor on Christmas morning, Perfectly clean pants and dress shirts now needed full treatment simply because no one had thought to fold them neatly after changing back into pajamas at 3 a.m. There was that pasty, scratchy feeling beneath my eyelids as I nursed a cup of coffee and watched the kids open their presents on Christmas morning. I suffered a painful inability to focus on the printed, tiny directions for assembling all the doodads and gizmos. I could not, for the life of me, recall where I had put the jumbo pack of AAA batteries. I suddenly remembered the new books that were intended for my oldest daughter's stocking and searched for them in vain before finally concluding that I must have tossed them into the trash, along with a pile of cardboard boxes and scraps of wrapping paper on Christmas Eve. Then there was the children's predictable refusal to eat the pork pie dinner I had worked hard to prepare. The two-year-old performed a perfectly pitched, complete and total meltdown as bedtime loomed near, and I indulged a surly attitude as I kicked my way through a pile of plastic to clear a path between the kitchen and the dining room. Yes, indeed, Christmas is a messy thing. There are hopes and expectations, pressures and demands that cause disappointment, anxiety, worry, and work. There are toddlers who skip their naps and relieve the dogs that sample popcorn from the tree and cookies that turn out raw in the middle and burned on the bottom. There are packages that don't arrive on time, overextended credit limits, and strained family relationships. There are stacks of dirty dishes in the sink, paper-littered living rooms, crushed ornaments, and crabby babies who feel overlooked in the middle of it all. As disappointing as the reality of our Christmas celebrations might sometimes be, this strikes me as an appropriate place to commemorate our Savior's birth. Right here, reveling in the messiness of our humanity. Because after all, this is why Christ came. He came because we need him, because we are weak, because we are hopelessly flawed and none of us can be whole without him. At Christmas, Christ comes to each of us where we are. He comes in the rough wood of a tiny manger and the scratchy stiffness of straw. 
He comes as a baby boy, a real baby with tiny lungs to breathe in the cold night air and let out a cry against the darkness. He enters into our human mess with sweet, smooth skin, a tuft of hair, miniature fingers, and tiny legs that kick against the swaddling. The messiness of celebrating Christmas is unavoidable. This year, may the mess remind us of our need for a Savior. May it make us aware of our unworthiness and grateful for the gift of his coming. I hope you appreciate that perspective at least a little bit. And like I said, Jesus can handle your grinchiness. Bring it to him. It's the perfect time of year to do exactly that. And know that you're not alone in feeling and suffering through some of the messiness of all of our feasts and celebrations this time of year. That's all the time we have for today, but I want to thank you for being here and encourage you to share the Girlfriends podcast. If you know a friend who might enjoy it, if sometimes a topic that we take up here on Girlfriends speaks to your heart, maybe it'll speak to the heart of somebody else too. Can you share it with them? Would you let them know what you appreciate about the Girlfriends podcast? You can do this just by word of mouth. You can tell a friend about it. You can text it to a friend. You could share on social media. But one especially helpful thing that you can do is leave a rating and review over on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help us to get the word out, grow our audience of listeners here at Girlfriends. We're always looking to expand our community here, and you are an important part of making that happen. So thank you for considering that. And that's all the time we have for today, but I want to thank you for being here. Thanks for showing up for another episode. It means the world to me that we get to spend some of this time together here each week. Thank you for showing up. And until next time, I hope you enjoy your day and God bless your week. Girlfriends is a collaboration between DanielleBean.com and Ascension, the leader in Catholic faith formation. Girlfriends.